0: Well, once again, thank you so much uh, to all of those who have been helping with our worship service uh, this morning as we had um, a piece from our choir, uh, which was pre-recorded from a previous worship service. Um, but so wonderful to be able to share those uh, to share those together. Um, for our worship leaders, uh, for our song leaders, for our praise team, for Gary Brubaker, um, Michelle Sticknoth, who was our uh, liturgist this morning, and um, a special appearance by Maui the Turkey. Um, thank you so much for everyone who has helped to put these together. uh, It's really appreciated. So um, we're starting a new series today um, and we're talking about prayer for the next few weeks. And I'm often asked the question as a pastor is, how do you, how do I pray? Or or how do you pray? Or how do we pray? Um, Sometimes it's, where do I even start? Sometimes it's, sometimes there's, I think, a whispered question. Does God hear my prayers? all of my prayers? Or sometimes I've heard people say, gosh, I just feel like I'm speaking into a void. Does God really hear my prayers? Or perhaps even how do I develop a prayer routine? Sometimes it feels like I start praying and then I fall asleep. Or I wake up in the morning and I just get busy and I forget. So how do I pray? Sometimes it's about finding the right words, and sometimes it's about finding the right time. How do we pray? Well, for the next few weeks, we'll look at what the scriptures have to say, and especially around the passages with the Lord's Prayer, and how that can help guide our prayer life. So would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, so let's start at the very beginning. And what is prayer? Um, So prayer is simply having a conversation with God. It's speaking and listening. So it's sharing with God and, and then God sharing back with us. And there are different kinds of prayer, different labels and titles that we give prayer. There's intercessory prayer, which is like praying for others. There are sentence prayers, which is just like it sounds. It's just a sentence to pray. Um, There's prayers of confession, um, where we pray for um, forgiveness or confessing our own sins or perhaps confessing sins um, more communally, but confession prayers. Um, There's Thanksgiving prayers, uh, things that we're thankful for, grateful for. We don't just have to pray those during November, of course, um, but things that we're thankful for and grateful for. Um, there's sometimes petition prayers, uh, which is pretty similar to an intercessory prayer. Uh, perhaps somebody asks you to pray for them. Um, and so it's a petition to God to pray for, uh, to pray for something in particular. Um, some of the other kinds of titles that I've given to prayers that I've prayed, and perhaps they sound familiar to, to, to you, um, there's the let's make a deal prayers. You know when you've lost something and you're like, God, I will go to church 27 times in a row if you help me find my car keys. Anybody ever prayed that one? Or, oh my gosh, if I can find this check, I will. Anybody? Uh, there's the grocery list kind of prayers where it just feels like you're just checking things off a list. I'm gonna pray for my mom and my dad, and I'm gonna pray for the world and for peace. And sometimes it just feels like that gets into a routine and sort of just checking it off a list. Nothing wrong with praying those prayers, of course, um, but the grocery prayers. Or, um, or sometimes, you know, the, the Santa Claus prayers where we pray to God for all of the things that we might want and then we're done. Um, I, I don't know if there's really a wrong way to pray. Now, I know that there's probably people who will have differences of opinion on this, and and probably at times in my life, I've probably said, oh, don't pray like that. But here's what I think. I don't think that there's necessarily a wrong way to pray, but I think that sometimes you have to be careful what you ask for and to be prepared for what God may respond with. So I always say that sometimes when you pray for patience, you get more opportunities to practice your patience. So I don't know if there's something wrong to pray. Because if you look at some of the Psalms, some of the Psalms um, found in the Bible have these Psalms of lament and praying things that you might think goodness gracious. Now, you can pray for whatever you want, but should you? Um, Maybe that's part of the question too. But I don't know if uh, sometimes I find myself when I'm speaking out loud or when I'm praying for something, especially when I'm angry, um, I hear what things sound like and catch myself off guard, similar to some of the Psalms. So I read some of the Psalms, and in in some of the Psalms, it's like, God, I'm so mad at this group of people, and I hope that you kill them. No, I hope that you worse than kill them. I hope that you kill all the generations to come. And sometimes when I'm angry or when I'm frustrated and I say things that maybe I go, whoa, a little too far there, Melissa, check yourself. Um, And also maybe God saying, whoa, a little too far there, Melissa, check yourself. So can we pray for anything? Of course, If prayer is about being in conversation with God, it's about having that conversation back and forth. And sometimes you may think, whoa, that's a little too far for me. And yet God is still there. Now, sometimes we hope for answers to our prayers. But sometimes those answers may come unexpected or even unwanted Sometimes we don't hear yes to our prayers, but we hear no, or or we hear not yet. Or sometimes we pray for something, and what respond, what God responds back with is a call. So I remember um, a few, it was probably a year or so ago, that I, I don't even remember what it was, but I was so mad about something. And I, I remember praying, and I thought, I said, God, you need to do something about this. And I heard God from God back is sometimes being angry about something is a call. Sometimes your prayer is responded to as a way of a call into doing something or, or serving in ministry or meeting and, and helping to bring about justice for injustice. So sometimes the responses to prayer aren't always what we want or hope for. And I think sometimes that's what people struggle with, with does God hear my prayers? Because what if, what if God doesn't respond or what if God doesn't answer, especially in the way that I want? Does God hear them? Of course God hears them. And we have to hold on to faith and trust that God does. So again, let's start at the beginning. What do you say in your prayers? Well, they don't have to be fancy or eloquent. You don't have to use big words or poetic language. Again, it's just about a conversation with God. My nephew uh, and his family, uh, when they pray before dinner, they start their prayers, Dear Lord. Now, occasionally when I'm over there for dinner, um, he'll invite me to say the prayer. And so I'll start the prayer, Dear God. And he'll say, no, that's wrong. You have to pray, dear Lord. Um, And I get the job taken away from me oftentimes. Uh, One Thanksgiving um, I, uh, I received a call from my grandma, uh, who asked me if I would pray for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and, uh, the last couple of years I'd sort of been put on the spot and at dinner time, it was, of course you'll pray for us, right? You are the pastor. The pastor has to pray for us, right? Um, so my grandma had called and asked if I would pray for Thanksgiving dinner. And I said, wow, thank you so much for asking. And no, I won't. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> um, and she said, well, who will? And I said, well, who prayed before I became a pastor? And she said, well, what, what, about, what if they don't know the right words? Well, it's not about having the right words. There are not right words. The right words are whatever you have in conversation with God. So what do you say with someone who you're in relationship with? How do you speak to that person? So prayer is about being in conversation with God, building that relationship. And there's different ways to talk in prayer. We have prayers of adoration, of speaking to God, about God, about how great God is. But we don't always speak that way to people, do we? I mean, if you had someone who told you every time they saw you, the list of all of the things that they loved about you. I mean, that's a great ego boost, right? But at a certain point it's like, okay, what else what else? So, we we do share with God the things about God that we adore, that we're thankful for, that we admire. And there's more than that. Sometimes our prayers are also about lamenting about saying how terrible something is. And God, why can't you do something about that? Again, being ready for what God may respond with and how God may call us into helping with that. So in our scripture lesson, um, the disciples asked Jesus, how do we pray? And it teaches us the prayer that we know as the Lord's Prayer. Um, at one of the churches that I served in our United Methodist hymnal and book of worship, there is um, a more contemporary version of the Lord's Prayer. Um, it's got more, uh, more con- just more contemporary and inclusive language. And um, after one of the services, uh, my mom said to me, she said, um, who wrote that prayer? And my brother had happened to be in worship that day and he went, "Ah, uh, mom, It's called the Lord's Prayer. Who wrote that prayer? The Lord? Well, in some ways, okay. Jesus teaches the disciples how to pray by using a framework. Um, But even in that framework, even in the ways that Jesus taught the disciples how to pray, there's a lot of words that we don't always use in our contemporary language or in our everyday life. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now for some, because they are so traditional and so familiar, they are just familiar to us. And it feels so comforting to pray the Lord's Prayer using those words. And for some, those words aren't helpful in connecting with God. So that's how we start. But it's not the only way to pray How do we pray? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Well, in that, what do we pray for? We talk about the adoration of God, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Bring that peace here and now, God. Help us to to create your kingdom here and now. Forgive us our trespasses, our sins, our debts, Forgive us as we forgive also. So not only do we ask God forgiveness, but it's a reminder that we need to be forgiving. Give us today our daily bread. Give us what we need today. How do we pray? Jesus gives us the framework, even if the words aren't comfortable. Sometimes prayer is just about talking as who we are. One of the prayers that I use to start my day comes from John Wesley, who is the founder of uh, Methodism. And it's not the covenant prayer, which we have used before. And it's a beautiful prayer. Um, but the word, the prayer that I use from John Wesley is just a sentence and it's a lot, how I start my day. Lord, let me live. Lord, sorry, let me start over. Lord, let me not live to be useless. Lord, let me not live to be useless. And that's it, that's the whole prayer. Sometimes prayer is just a sentence. Sometimes prayer is just a word. I know that there's been times when I've prayed prayers just help. But then there's also been times that I've prayed prayers like, really? What are the words that you use to speak? And of course, prayer isn't just about talking; it's also about listening, because being in relationship isn't just about one-sided communication, but it's what is God saying. A colleague of mine uh, talked about a retreat that he went on to a monastery, uh, and it was a prayer retreat. And so, um, the monk told him to go away and to pray for three hours, and not to come back until he was finished. And, um, so my friend went and he prayed for about 30 minutes and then it sort of became the check your watch and there's 31 minutes. And so he went back to the monk and the monk said, you're back early. I told you to pray for three hours. And he said, yeah, well, I was done. I didn't have anything more to say. And the monk said, hmm, but was God finished? And what did God have to say? sometimes our prayers come through our own, and hearing from God comes from our own voice of saying something out loud and going, wow, maybe that's the response, or maybe that's the answer. Sometimes it comes to us from someone else, but we listen for that still, small voice of God. Yeah. had, um, I was talking with um, a former congregation member um, in a previous church, um, and she was telling me we were catching up on her life, and, and she was telling me about her sister-in-law, um, who uh, she would asked me to pray for, among with anybody who, uh, anyone who she ever came into contact with, she said asked her to pray for her, her sister-in-law, um, who at the time was going through liver and kidney failure. Um, and so on a Saturday, she was going through liver and kidney failure. And the, the hospital and the doctors called everybody and said, it's time to say goodbye. And then on Tuesday, she went home. And she's still living today. And it was a miracle. And for for this woman, she said, prayer saved my sister-in-law. And as she was telling me this, there was an, her, another friend of hers who was there and said, yeah, but was it really prayer? Because it seems like the doctors and the nurses had a whole lot to do with it. And I said, well, you know, prayer sometimes can be solved or can be explained by science and medicine. And for this woman, it was because of prayer. And she looked at her friend and she said, Are you telling me that my God can't work through science and medicine? Because if not, that's an awfully small God. The ways that God responds and answers to prayer sometimes are surprising to us. And we can't limit the ways that God works because God works through so many things. Through science, through medicine, through prayer. So with these prayers... What happens if I, what if I do it wrong? Well, it's okay, you're doing it first. Find a way that works for you. There's a lot of shouldn'ts and couldn'ts and wouldn'ts and won'ts and can'ts that, that, that many people will talk about prayer. Oh, you shouldn't pray like this. Ah, oh, you shouldn't say that in your prayer. Don't pray for that. Well, I think that we can be open and honest with God and pray for many things. And sometimes what God's response might be is, that's not something to pray for. That's not something I'm going to answer in the affirmative. Well, sometimes God's prayer, God's response is, here's your call. So however you pray, just start you can start small. You don't have to spend hours to get started. You don't have to go for three hours. Start small. Maybe you start writing your prayers and maybe they're just a word or a sentence. Maybe they are just a list of people that you want to pray for. That's a good place to start. Or maybe you can pray before meals. Maybe you pray gratitude prayers in the morning or the evening. Maybe you do set a timer that you spend two minutes every day as a meditation just to start. Maybe you use the Lord's Prayer as your place to start. Use those words. However you pray, start. God wants to hear from you. God wants to be heard by you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.